0: lowering, interest, lowering rates. interest rates cannot stop, cannot stop. the sharp in economic activity caused by closures and other forms of social distancing when the world changes know what to do, what to do. this, this is, is Money Talks
1: we're back in the Money Talks. I'm Troy Harmon here today with Shauna Theriault and uh, Jennifer Thomas. Well, uh, we've got a situation that we want to talk about. Believe it or not, this is a financial show. And uh, once in a while... It's a very serious show, Troy. Oh, absolutely. Well, you know, we try to make it a little uh, lighthearted. Even even with our sophomoric craziness at times. Um, But we have a situation where Rachel and Eddie... Uh, in their mid to late 50s, um, are in a situation. they've got, uh, you know, a daughter that's, that's uh, graduating college. Uh, Rachel and Eddie always dreamed of retiring early and enjoying life when they were young enough to enjoy it. They've uh, diligently saved, good job, uh, and now they're looking at retiring when they each reach the age of 62, taking Social Security benefits early. Uh, their daughter will be off the payroll, they've got that in quotes, uh, for a new uh, for a few years by then. So any money they've been providing for her college, Uh, can now go directly into their savings. They finance their forever home uh, with a mortgage at 3.5%. I like the fact that they've got that mortgage, too. I mean, why would you pay it off, right? Right. Um,
2: You could could have refinanced it, but maybe not now.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, maybe not at the... Absolute cheapest rates, three and a half percent. It's probably still a little achievable. Yeah. Uh, but they've uh, s- they've saved separately for their annual vacation, so that expense isn't coming out of their retirement fund. Uh, they feel they have a good mix of tax deferred and tax free assets. They've even diversified there. These guys are on the stick uh, to control their tax situation. Um, but they do have an issue right
2: well yes and this is something that comes up so frequently and it's very very important so they're not medicare age yet which is fine but at age you're, Medicaid. 65
1: 65 so they got it's 65 three, so they have well, three years after like, they retire
2: yeah potentially yeah you right. can sometimes you can be on cobra up to 18 months it just depends but so that's
1: expensive too right
2: it is but it's yeah. depending on the size of the company it can be cheaper than going out and buying your own policy oh okay so potentially so you need to look at and build in what is the cost for health care which has gone up astronomically in the past few years um, you know, a lot of the policies have everything included, but the, you know, everything in the kitchen sink in there, and so the in the kitchen sink. That's yeah. right, and and you know, very high deductibles, and you know, they're still very very expensive. Right. So whereas you've been planning this whole time to go ahead and retire early, that's great, but you need to build in that expense to gap those years until your Medicare age, where your expenses go down significantly
1: potentially. I gotcha. And how much are we talking about?
2: It really depends on your health. So mm. that's where it's, you really have to get an expert to price it out and look. And a lot of it's done through the
1: exchange now, actually. I see. Mm-hmm. So that's probably the most convenient way to find insurance is through the exchange, especially Correct. if you have pre-existing conditions. I don't know, you know, unless you're on uh, some sort of a group health policy, can you get insurance?
2: Yeah, I mean, Obamacare made it so that you could in the pre-existing conditions. But through know, that correct. that uh, market, The purpose. policy should not have a lapse. As long as you have a lapse, yes. I see. Um, okay. So that should not be a problem. But it's an additional expense that many don't plan for or think about, you know, when they're retiring prior to
1: Medicare age. So it's very important. So how would you go about determining that cost? Just, I mean, at their age, 57, 59, would you say uh, you go ahead and try it out and see what it would cost? Absolutely. There's
2: there's numbers you can run on the exchange and look at. You can also call call brokers. Um, A lot of brokers have actually left the marketplace and they're helping mostly with Medicare, Medigap policies, etc. So, you know, really, it's a niche market. Just really finding someone that can help you price that out and and answer the questions. It's very complex.
1: Right. Uh, Part of the reason they left that marketplace, though, is because if you are selling insurance on the marketplace, aren't you obligated to take people with pre-existing conditions. I'm not sure of the answer of that. Okay. I'm uh, not sure of the answer. Uh, either of that. way, I, you know, there's there there has been I I think a lot of folks were on it, a lot of companies were on the marketplace initially, and then when uh, Donald Trump removed the the um, uh, the law that basically made health insurance mandatory, right? That's when you started seeing the People or companies leave the marketplace in droves, right?
2: Correct. There, there were a lot of companies that left the marketplace. Many have come back into the marketplace since, uh, but there was a time where there was very few in the marketplace where you could buy these policies. But a few companies have come back, so we have seen that at least in the the Georgia market area. I'm not familiar with the entire United States.
1: So, um, but I think
3: you know the biggest point to this though that we're trying to make is that they just really need to. Know that they're going to have that additional expense and it can be pretty high. Right. And so it's not something that they should just like because when you look at running your plan, you're going, okay, well, I spend normally this much per year. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, but you have to thank them for that three years after they retire. They're going to have a, you know, a large additional expense that they haven't necessarily planned for
2: yeah i mean it can be somewhere i mean even two thousand a month or something i mean it's it's not inexpensive at all
1: yeah all right so um the the big point is you're about to have a bump in cash flow even though you've done quite a great job you're gonna be able to retire early but oh wait a minute might need to save a little extra just to get you through that three years.
3: Doesn't necessarily mean they can't do it, but they, you know, some people sit there and weigh the, well, is it, you know, is it really bad for me to work another three years and just have my health insurance, you know. Just to make sure and gap that. Be there Mm -hmm. so that I don't worry about it or am I, you know, if you're bound and determined that like I want to retire and this is, you just need to know that you're going to have that
1: additional expense. All right. We've uh, we've been talking about a situation with uh, Rachel and Eddie, who've done a great job in various, various ways, uh, mostly saving for their retirement. They've got a daughter that uh, they say is just about off the payroll. Uh, I know a lot of parents are in that situation. And uh, while it is kind of bittersweet, it's it's still tough for me to watch my kids grow up and they're not even out of the house yet. But I do have one going to college next year. So or wait a minute this year is it this year yeah this fall oh uh, she's heading to university of alabama so Ooh. uh my daughter will be heading off to school uh so uh you know i'm i'm already missing her and she's not even gone yet that's where my niece is going oh really yeah, yeah. it's a good school they got an awesome campus i'll tell you that um but uh it's very impressive. But uh, you know, we're talking about this situation. They've done great saving, they got a, a relatively low mortgage on the house. Um you know, we we talk through the situation and, and really it boils down more or less to hey, don't forget this if you're planning to retire before sixty five when you can't go on Medicaid, uh you're gonna have to bridge the gap for a few years. So Shauna, you got Anything else to add? I mean, save more money?
2: Sure, absolutely. When you get on Medicare at age 65, um, your expenses can go down. But if you're bridging that gap, you know, there could be COBRA, so look at that first. That could be cheaper than individual policy, depending on... You know, the landscape of the company, et cetera. Um, So look there first. Uh, But then price that in, meaning, you know, when you're looking at your financial plan, one of the things we look at is our 10 year rule. We always talk about that, right? So any money we project you need to spend in the next 10 years, we don't want on the stock market. Um, You know, for exactly what happened last year, and we had a huge dip very quickly. Sure. uh, We don't want to have that money invested in the market. So, and looking at a projection, if they're in their late 50s, you know, they're retiring in the next three to five years then you know we we want to look at that additional expense and make sure you have enough fixed income set aside to cover that because right. you, what you don't want to do is have to go in and sell stocks if they're down to pay for those additional right. expenses.
1: Yeah, so the point is to avoid the uh, the volatility of the equities market because even though it was up last year 18.4%, it right. was also down last year in a month and a half by thirty four percent
2: exactly, yeah, so you really get away from that volatility if you have enough money set aside to spend from while the market 's you know going up down sideways all around that long term investing you can leave that money invested, and you have the money to spend over the next you know ten years based on a projection right so if you if you find yourself you know $24, twenty four twenty thousand dollars short. Meaning, because you know you have this additional expense that's maybe two thousand a month. I'm just estimating and, and guesstimating. Then you know you don't want to be short that much, especially for a three-year period. I mean that's seventy-five grand.
1: Right. Yeah. The the name of the game ultimately is to make sure that you've got enough money to spend the rest of your life without running out. Right. Right. And uh, if you that's retire right. when you retire early, you do increase that risk. But if you've planned even for you know the the spanning of of uh, your your insurance, your health insurance, um, and who the heck knows what might happen with your health, right? Uh, especially when you start getting older, you you get tweaks and issues, right? So you got to have them taken care of. Hey, this is from somebody. You're laughing, Shauna, but I've already reached old. I wasn't. Gonna I'm not say ancient. You said it. You said, I'm, it. You I'm said old. it. Ancient. I'm, I said I'm not ancient, but I'm old.
3: I don't like saying that because I'm older than he is. And I don't right. think I'm old. And, and <laughs> it's Jennifer's,
1: vintage. It's it, vintage. It, it, well, Jennifer and I prefer experienced. Right. We are experienced. <laughs> so uh, whatever that looks like, we are that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, is there anything else we need to cover here? I I think it's great. I mean, this is, uh, obviously, it's a topic a lot of folks run into. Uh, Unfortunately, not enough, because it usually doesn't happen if you're going to retire at 65, right? Right. So, uh, you know, I don't know that I'll ever have to deal with this, because I I couldn't imagine what I'm going to do with my time if I should retire. But, um You know, let alone at 62. I just really don't plan that. But hey, here's the other thing. How many people do you know that have ever thought they were going to work for a long time and they get retired? Meaning that it really wasn't their decision. Correct. That happens way too often, It does. It
2: does. Where, yeah, the company or what have you, it's their time, and um, they didn't plan on that. Yeah. So
1: so even for, you know, the average person who thinks they're going to work to 65, unless they control their own destiny, like, uh, you know, they're a business owner where they can quit theoretically whenever they wanted to, uh, it's probably not a bad idea to have this thought in mind. No matter what your situation. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: What happens more times than than not is clients plan that they're going to retire and then they end up not retiring and they work longer. But it it, it makes it it makes it different because you're retireable, so you're able to retire, but you and you know that, so you could leave any day and you just don't want to. Yeah. So it makes it's different than I have to work because I'm working towards retirement and I'm now retireable and I work because I like it.
1: Yeah. So. Well, and uh, that's a great point because a lot of financial planning, if you do it exactly right, uh, it makes it so that your finances are not the deciding factor in the next step of your life.
2: Exactly. It's yeah. a matter of what you want to do. Right. And really... If you just tell me when you're gonna pass away, we can do perfect planning.
1: <laughs> do you know anyone <laughs> who can tell you that? Uh, not no, very many here. Yeah. No. Yeah, and life would be really odd if you could. It would. Okay. And I don't uh, know that we'd want
2: to do planning based on that.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't even want to consider that thought at no. all. No. Personally. No. I, it was weird enough for me, and I mean, I, this is the second time I've mentioned my kids in this show, but uh, both of my children were were born C-section. So, you know, the doctor asks you, so when do you want to have this procedure done? I'm like, you're not going to make me do that. (laughs) I don't want to decide my kid's birthday. You tell me when you're available.
2: Or or when your wife goes under the knife. I mean... Yeah, but, I
1: mean that was it's not yeah. your decision. <laughs> it, exactly. <laughs> that, well, they were asking me and my wife. It's For like sure, she didn't want to decide uh, it either. <laughs> no, I, I'm not doing this. You tell right. me. Right. Right. Anyway, I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want to know either one. Don't make me involved. <laughs> Let's just make it kind of something that happened, right? Right. Um, stick you around. You're listening to Money Talks. To we'll be right to back. Me whine About nothing and everything I love.